right, it is time for Errol Spence versus Terrence Crawford, the undisputed welterweight championship. It has been decided at this point, and I would think that uh, unless you're um, Glenn Feldman, <laughs> it was very decisively decided. Yeah. Uh, who who were you going for going into the fight? And I know that you're gray, uh, box rec gray, and you know you're you're objective and all that stuff. You're just a numbers yeah. guy, but um. You, you I gotta have a little fan in you. Yeah, no, of course. I thought I I I I was going with Spence on a very close decision, and actually, mm. I yeah. And then uh, obviously, round two was quickly it was a reality check. But yeah, I thought this fight was going to be more of a chess match and very close. Uh, neither guy getting knocked down, uh, and obviously, yeah, completely wrong. <laughs> I yeah. had the same take, but opposite winner. Okay. Oh, so you picked? Oh, you picked Crawford. Wow. Okay. Okay. Just because I may hang with the crew that you that would, uh, you know, <laughs> bully Terrence Crawford on social media, doesn't mean that like when it comes to look when it comes to picking, I just can't. Like, I got to take emotions out of it, right? Right. Yeah. You have to. You ha- absolutely have to. And uh, so let, let's let's just start. Like, um, mm-hmm. what did you first diagnose as you're watching the fight as like things going wrong for Spence? Or, like, vice versa, what's going right for Crawford? Yeah, um, I mean, probably even before the knockdown, I just thought that uh, Crawford looked faster, uh, was getting his punches out quicker, movement was really good, and then I'm thinking to myself, you know, and I was trying to, like, think about picking this fight and how it would go in my brain. I was like, well, these are the rounds that I thought Spence would be throwing more and outworking him, and the work rate that I expected from Spence in the you know right before the up, up until that knockdown was not what i really expected um i i mean yeah i mean round one wasn't like one-sided or anything it doesn't it was just the kind of the feeling out round but i thought into round two i was i was like wow crawford's definitely not playing around and not taking rounds off early he was really going for it so that was interesting um but yeah obviously uh, then the knockdown kind of just changed my entire like perspective completely after that you know, when the knockdown happened, did you immediately think that Arrow was really hurt, or was there like some no. like copium level to you that maybe that was like just a little like off balance thing? Yeah, definitely. I did not think he was. I, I in <clears throat> fact went and live bet ten dollars on the dis- on the fight going. Oh points. my god, <laughs> you were such a degenerate. <laughs> being honest i don't know i'm such a sicko sometimes but yeah it's like oh yeah this is great i love early knockdowns and like i'm thinking that wasn't hard enough to to make me nervous um but obviously it had more of an effect uh than i thought i mean it was like right at the end of the round so i was like oh okay he got caught i thought at first it was like not not even flash he just got got caught being lazy and it was a legitimate knockdown and everything, but I thought, okay, he has some time to at least recover, but obviously a very bad start. That was, you know, in my head, I'm like, okay, well, the points bet's gonna this is shaky now. But I thought, oh man, they'll they'll just he'll just slow it down now. <laughs> It'll be an easy twelve round fight. Yeah. <laughs> well, so what? What apart from the knockdown, what do you think was wrong, like for Spence? I mean, I think. In terms of in the ring, he looked slow. The his yep. punches, his punches didn't have much effect on Crawford to the point where Crawford was showing him zero respect, like in the later rounds. 
and I'm thinking to myself, was it an arrogant move to try and fight him like off of a 15 month layoff? Maybe it was, I don't know. But I just was like, I just couldn't believe how little his punches were just stopping Crawford from Crawford doing his thing and coming forward. And yeah, he just seemed slow. Couldn't his punch resistance obviously just wasn't there tonight. Uh, yeah, I was just shocked at how easy it was for Crawford. Really shocked. So the punch resistance is an interesting thing because like, I think everyone had some form of, unless you're just like a full on Spence hater, mm-hmm. but everyone had some form of an explanation for what happened in the Ugas fight. Right. And unfo- unfocused at that moment. Right. Or, or you believed him and said he was just like, Hey, I thought I was looking for my teeth. <laughs> and to me because that happened in the in the danny garcia fight and then everyone forgot about it because it was a much more pronounced in the ugas fight but i think one thing that like was the, the most concerning thing wasn't the fact that he staggered backwards i mean he recovered really well and, and obviously got the stoppage but the mere fact that there were there was a moment where like errol's always had lack of focus in his fights i mean you can go through every one of his fights yes. well up to a certain point and like you'll see like oh yeah Lamont Peterson actually tagged him up a couple of rounds. Did he get like sent into a retirement basically? Yeah. But also he had a little bit of success, but the fact that like something disconnected where it's like, he kind of like went into, (laughs) I just, this is like the worst thing to bring up, but I just had like a TikTok showed up to me and I don't know if this was from a joke comedy show or whatever, but um, this British woman got a migraine and then, when she recovered from the migraine, she no longer had a British accent and she had a Chinese accent. Now, I don't know if that was a bit in like a super racist, like, you know, 2006 comedy show. Yeah, it sounds it. (laughs) But like Errol Spence just like for a moment had a Chinese accent (laughs) and then he he snapped out of it. But um, those were really concerning. And and I think like you can look back at that with with hindsight and say, uh, no, maybe his punch resistance, like, cause Ugas didn't really hit him too cleanly. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'll get to why I think er- Terrence was able to hit him versus Ugas, but like, mm-hmm. he probably has no punch resistance anymore. Uh, didn't, I mean, the, 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 the most depressing round was eight when he was kind of coming back a bit after those two knockdowns and then Crawford hit him cleanly for like the first time in the round. And it just like, he was on the roller skates, man. It was, it was, uh, it was, it was, it should have been, they should have pulled the plug in my opinion, I think after round eight, uh, and spared him another fucking round of two, two minutes of, of beating, which he took in round nine. But yeah, it was just like, I just couldn't believe how, little resistance he was able to take like after the especially after round seven i was like okay he's cooked he's a he's a sitting duck just like throwing the towel uh, i i mean honestly they, they could have stopped that after round seven too i don't know i think so too but yeah. like okay assuming that you're not a degenerate like gray and didn't think <laughs> let me let me let me run this little decision bet real quick here it's <laughs> uh, my favorite it's like my favorite bet too the in the second bet. round if in hindsight it's clear and you've already said as much you could tell like oh something wasn't right for arrow 
I mean, they could have just faked an injury and pulled him out. Like, obviously, they weren't going to do that. But, like, you know, you get what I'm saying? Like, you could have done that, and it would have been completely reasonable at that point because I think this fight was always going to reach this conclusion uh, once that knockdown happened. Yeah. I mean, I think... I think three and four reinf- rounds three and four also reinforced that as well. You were like, "Oh, he's not good after that knockdown at all. Like he's not. He's not. He didn't. He, you know, like he if he was all right, like he could have maybe turned the tide a little bit. But you're like watching, and you're like, "Oh my god! Like the, all the momentum is on Crawford right now. Like I don't see anything that Spence landed in three and four. Especially, I was like." Uh, yeah, maybe maybe you know this could this can you know he could turn this around a little bit like no he was he was just getting flat out outboxed outlanded slow it was it was very apparent that it was just gonna go one way yeah you know i i was like watching and in my heart you know i'm thinking like oh well maybe errol can land something big you know we've seen crawford hurt before <laughs> sure. and errol's big and strong but like Anytime you find yourself in that position while you're watching a fight where you're hoping somebody lands the shot, yeah, there's a really good chance like A, they're fucked in the fight because they're in the position where they need a shot. But B, uh, the way you get to being in position to need the shot typically means the shot's not there. Well, and when he landed clean, it didn't do anything. Exactly. <laughs> like, like Crawford walked through every great clean shot he landed there were there were a few like he did put hands on him at some point but like I mean, i'm gonna probably have to rewatch it obviously but i mean crawford didn't didn't step backwards at all and i think it was obviously spence didn't have much steam behind those shots <laughs> it just you know but when he did have miss opportunities to hit him clean he didn't do it didn't matter it didn't matter you know for me there was I think this probably showed a little bit in the first round, but it was very clear in the second. And then once the knockdown happened, it just was like, like this became to me that like just one of the most significant things of the fight outside of Spence's punch resistance, which is it was really clear that there was like a huge discrepancy in physical strength. And that's not to say that like Errol's like a little weakling, but I think mentally, He's never been a guy that's not been able to walk a dude down. He's never been a guy that guys can get out of the clinch with him. Like that, Arrow is a strong fighter. But Hmm. once I started seeing Crawford essentially maneuver Arrow in clinches, um, then you factor on that Arrow in the second round, like his legs look shaky to me. And like, you kind of like, I think one of the knockdowns, I don't even think that, I think it was a second one. Maybe it was the third one. I actually don't think Errol was hurt that bad from that shot, but like his footwork was just such that like the actual force of the of the shot it was like pushing a baby over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No legs, and because he didn't have any legs, like he he was not able to get real leverage on those shots because the shot that um the, the second knockdown, uh, where he actually landed what probably was like you know if that that was the first punch that either guy landed in the fight he might have landed the harder shot. But mm-hmm. because he didn't have the legs for it, didn't matter. Like I mean, he was a sitting duck. He hit him clean. But like now, you, you know, you kind of did the Daniel Geal. Although Terence's shot landed first, so like yeah. you know, it's not yeah. quite. Yeah, yeah. He just like I said, the force on those punches, man, that wasn't there at all, not even a little bit. And Crawford was just 
and he was just where he needed to be pretty much at all times in that fight once once he was able to real, you know realize like hey i'm faster and i hit harder than this guy and then he was just basically a bully it was just a bully being a bully for nine rounds <laughs> that's really what it was tonight it just bullied him <laughs> yeah I, I mean it really was like a, a bully style and like the other thing is Crawford is was able to and he's he basically does this in every fight but it's really pronounced here because like you know this a lot of this shouldn't have been able to happen but obviously Mm. the wheels went off the wagon really clean he had this crazy confidence that like he basically was willing to get hit in certain moments Yes, he was. He absolutely (laughs) was willing to get hit tonight. And it was up to Spence to get there first. Yeah. (laughs) And, and, and like, anytime Spence hit him with a jab or even, like, a hook sometimes, I was like, man, Crawford does not give a fuck right now. And it's probably because the punches just didn't, like you said, didn't have the the power behind them at all. It didn't matter. Didn't, Didn't slow him down one bit. He was not... There were really not many moments where Crawford felt compelled to not come forward, man. It was it was it was just a you know he just he didn't have to stray from the game plan and and Spence, I think he was too hurt after that first knockdown to have have a plan B after that. I didn't see anything any adjustments from Spence in this fight either. Now you know you can, see, you can criticize Derek James, but I don't really. I think sometimes sometimes the fighter is just they're they're hurt and they can't adjust, and that's simple as that. Like. He just couldn't adjust. <laughs> it's because he got hurt. I mean, like, what could Derek do? I mean, Derek gave him the, like, he tried to simplify yeah. the advice and just say, like, hey, you need to, I think one of the things he said for several rounds was, like, you need to, like, move. You need to, you know, step to the side as you're throwing these punches. Because yep. obviously, like, he was just too easily countered. But Spence, like, you know, you look at the highlights of Spencer, you just look at any fight previously, and like he all you always feel like he's was going somewhere with his punches. And here he seemed it's weird because he wasn't reactive because he was technically getting off first a lot of the time. Yeah. But it was still just kind of reactive punches versus like it didn't look like he was ever really driving the fight, no. really. No, no, I didn't see that at all. I mean, really, it was like a totally different fighter tonight. <laughs> like, what to say? He was just not the guy I was expecting to see out there. I was, I, I still can't. I'm shocked. Like, this is again, we're our initial thoughts here. Like, right after this fight, like, I still am like, wow, that's that, that's not the Errol Spence I usually am used to seeing. Do you, okay, so with that said, I think you can also be objective and just kind of look holistically at Terrence Crawford's performance. Was yeah. that the Terrence Crawford you were expecting? Better better yeah way better uh he looked better than he did against uh i don't know probably avenician better than he looked against <laughs> porter i mean yeah he was he 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 was he was just no not he was no nonsense in there from the first bell man he wasn't playing around and uh you know i think he he had a lot obviously to prove to people it was uh you know he's he's given a lot of shit online for the last two years over this so deservedly so oh 100 percent i could have had this fight two years ago (laughs) he made it as fucking painful as possible to make it tonight like so uh but you know i'm sure he he had the world's biggest chip on his shoulder obviously from his like his trunks and his walkout gear like you could tell he was pissed and uh you know he 
he yeah he he had clearly a, a, a great game plan and took it seriously man i don't know he just looked he yeah he looked yeah he just looked like a bully man just that's the best line i can describe he just looked like a mean bully in there really mean am i a hater if i say i don't think he looked like this is kind of what i i kind of expected this guy to show up the question is whether or not this was going to be effective mm. Because yeah. th- this is exactly who I've I've pegged Terrence Crawford to be. The question is, we know like we know this works. We've seen it go from 135 all the way to 147. No one's really taken him into a close fight, right? I guess maybe Sean Porter kind of did, but that fight yeah. was yeah. stopped. So yeah, um, yeah, I mean it was it was close. It was definitely close up until the stoppage. Sure. But yeah, that was really that's been the best effort anybody's had against him. Yeah. Um, and so one thing that's like crazy to me, and like I think the physical part of it really might explain half of it, but maybe not tell the whole story. Is like Errol's inside game was non-existent, especially after the first round. Yeah. And they they talk so much about Errol's jab, but I never thought that the jab was gonna be that effective here. Uh, Terrence Crawford is a mid-range fighter. You don't really, like, mid-range fighters, I don't think, are controlled with the jab unless you're, like, moving and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Errol wasn't going to do that. The, the, to me, the real, like, way Errol was going to win was being able to work on the inside. And, like, he barely did it in the first round, but we'll chalk it up to, like, first round, who yeah. cares? Yeah. But he, he had no way to get inside. And it was really clear after the knockdown, like, no. Errol just couldn't get inside. Yeah, I think that's it's the guy that will have success against Crawford. Have to be someone who has, can take the punches and just make it nasty and physical. And Spence did not do that tonight, and could not do that tonight. So it could be a guy with just a different mauling style that we might think is not as good as Spence, but could surprise us in the future. But yeah, don't don't think Spence ha- is the guy that can. I don't once the and I don't see what adjustments can be made in a rematch either. We can go into that later, but I, 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 especially if it's going to happen this year, like, I don't know what he can do to, to, to fix that. I I don't know. I mean, like, can you really, I think this might be one of the most significant factors, but like, can you add speed in like five months, Uh, 10 months? Maybe. No, no way. I don't know. I, I guess that's what I said. Maybe I'm not saying like, you know, but like not in five, like he needs to, I mean, this is a, what's the thing we need to talk about here is like, this was a bad beating, man. Like this wasn't just like a, uh, he got caught and got stopped. Like this was a, a sustained beating and especially in those last few rounds. And he was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, yeah, it was harsh to, it was hard to watch at some points. Like, Ring Doctor came in in the fifth round. I mean, a little over dramatic, but still, they clearly had a reason they wanted to take a look at him. And I think again, they could have stopped the two rounds earlier. I think he took uh, took five and a half extra minutes of punishment that he didn't need to. But like, I think he's kind of dreaming if he thinks it's a good idea for him to fight again this year. Uh, yeah. I don't think it is. I didn't see anything anything tonight that indicated to me that he should be fighting again in the next you know five to six months. Like he needs to go back to the drawing board, and I think also we both know Crawford is going to insist this fight stays at 147. Or at least mm-hmm. I would imagine he does, and I think that's a smart move on his part. 
he might even insist that it goes to Omaha or something like that, you know? Like, I don't know. But, like, maybe maybe it's it's in Vegas contractually. I don't know. I don't. I have no fucking idea what they agree to. But, like, you know, there's a lot more leverage now for Crawford in the rematch. Um, so I, I think this is an instance where, dude, don't act. I would not reactivate that rematch. Go, go move up and wait because staying down at 147 for another fight and you clearly don't want to make the weight anymore. You're not happy making the weight, like – uh it doesn't serve him to fight again at that same way and guys fall into this trap all the time where they take the immediate rematch and like i mean i don't know i can't pull up the statistics but i guess i could if you were really curious but i'm sure it's a high percentage <laughs> that the guy taking the rematch is gonna loses like i grew up with guys always losing the, the immediate rematch like mosley vernon forest like you could name welterweights where this Oscar is a terrible Dillo, idea yeah. De La Hoya, like, it's never a good idea to do this. And the fa- I understand there's pride, and he, and he deserves to have pride in that answer in his, the interview, but I'm like, in my head, I'm like, dude, don't do not do this. Like, it, it, it is what it is. You lost the fight. Go move up and get a fresh start, man, because I, I don't see any path. This wasn't a fight where tonight where you can really – there weren't a lot of positives. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> so you know I, I don't really know what you could take from that fight and go yeah you can really change things up in the rematch except maybe go 12 rounds that's about it yeah i think like the the issues that he ran into with crawford um i think i think this was always going to be a really difficult fight for him i mean sure. like but th- but that's half just putting respect on terence crawford he's a terrific pound for pound level fighter okay I think, it, you know, I don't really know if you want to debate this, but like, I think it's clear he's, he, it, it's him. It's not in a way, it's not Canelo, although they're oh. great fighters or whoever I, the I fuck think, you want to say. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I hate the pound for pound list, but for it to do it, like, I think tonight he has to be number one. Cause like, if he had won this fight closer, you know what I mean? Then I would still be like, I would be pushing for in a way as like the number one, but uh he he won clearly tonight and he is now unified belts at two-way classes uh yeah he he has to be pound for pound number one and uh in a way if he can if he does also does that then of course he's number you know right behind him but i mean this was a definitive beating tonight you are a complete hater and delusional if you did not have him at the top of your pound for pound list sorry but that's just the way it is (laughs) like it's just the reality (laughs) I think did did uh I think Angelo might have disappeared or did I disappear? Oh boy. Uh, Damn, internet see. went out. Internet, yeah, your internet went out, man. I was that just rambling. Unfortunate moment. I don't. Yeah, I don't know how wow. it's going to affect the recording. So okay. I mean, I was still rambling and I was still in the Give chat. A, just catch me up. Oh, I was just saying, like, dude, he, he we all. I, mean, I was just saying things we already know. He unified at two different weight classes, like. He's achieved more than anybody right now in the sport. You would have to be a delusional hater to not have him on the top of your pound for pound list. Like, completely delusional. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I just think that just from an eye test, like, Crawford looks like... It, it's hard for me to look at this and say, well, I, I think I know how to even beat this guy. All right. Because I, I don't. I think... The fact that Inouye's had a like a really close fight with Donaire mm-hmm. at like you know thirty eight or whatever, yeah. uh, kind of lets you know like oh okay like there there is a way there, mm-hmm. um, but I think Terrence Crawford, um, 
yeah, I, I don't know what there is for, for Spence to do. And like, I don't, I don't think 154 changes this. Like the no. punch resistance isn't there. And like, he has the best trainer in boxing. Derek right. James has proven time and time again, like if you give him something to work with, you can fuck around in the fight like Jermel Charlo and he'll still will you into victory mm-hmm. or, or draw at the very least and salvage the fight. Right. Um, or, I mean, we just saw Frank Martin, like that dude, uh, like scolded <laughs> Frank, like he was his child. Yeah. 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 And he needed that to, I mean, Frank literally had to come back and win that fight. Mathematically, he was losing that fight after 10 rounds. And, uh, but I don't think he's got anything to work with here in terms of like beating <sighs> a Terrence Crawford yeah, with this fight. Yeah. I don't think so either. I, I, I think you need to stay away from a rematch. Just go up to 154. Uh, you know, just stay, stay away from 147. That's my, that's my advice to him. I mean, Not he's probably like, you don't need to tell me twice. Yeah, I know. Cause he, today he was like, I hope, I hope it's a 154 in that interview with Jim Gray. I'm like, yeah, of course you do. You fucking hate making this way, dude. <laughs> like, I mean, I the funniest know, thing, obvious. And, and this is kind of how like Errol Spence has had a great career and no one would fault him for his career. Sure. And, uh, he's also had, um, he's had a great career. He's made a lot of money, mm-hmm. but at the same time, sometimes you're doing too much for the clout on social media. Sure. And this is a guy that's been complaining about making 147 since he won his title. Right. Exactly. Now, was that his own fault? Maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, may, maybe he didn't want to be as disciplined as possible. And, and, you know, maybe he gains weight like like us and instead of like a professional fighter. Who knows? <laughs> but, like, yeah, he's yeah. clearly never been a guy that really, really wanted to be at 147. And instead, he, he stuck around waiting for Terrence Crawford. And obviously, it was cool. We got to get this uh, this event. They, I'm yeah. sure, you know, this is going to approach a million buys or whatever, and they'll cash super fat checks. But at the same time, like, hmm. you know, you kind of shot yourself in the foot there. You didn't have to stay at this division. No, no one was forcing him to do that. And really, people were mentally moved on from this fight a year ago. You know, like everyone gave up That's on it. That's a good point. Everyone gave up on this fight, so he could have just he could just moved on, and Crawford could have looked like the bad guy, you know. But he he, he insisted on staying down, and really against his probably his own best interest, as we found out tonight. <laughs> you know, like obviously yeah. it was not his best interest to take this fight. Or uh, do the so. tune up with Keith Thurman? <sighs> yeah, I mean that's the other thing. Like, should he have taken a tune up? Yeah, I, I think so. I think he should have fought a guy in between. Yeah, I do. I think I think the I think the layoff had a big, big big factor tonight. God, lay, layoff two guys this week that had layoffs over a year went zero and two. I'm just I'm just saying like I, I do think it's important to consider having a fight. You know, uh, trying to fight a little more often. Like even if you got to take it for a little less money. Like it's if you're taking I'm, I'm saying is when you're taking a big fight. You know, obviously when you're fighting yeah, a pound yeah. for pound guy, I just think it's a little arrogant to come in off a 15 month layoff and think you're gonna have success against a, a top ta- a top tier talent i, I, I mean think you're, you're not floyd no you are not yeah there's like there's a small list of people that can get away with that and floyd is one of them obviously but you know fucking ray leonard i mean really how, how many guys are we gonna dig to in the pile here 
not that many that have been able yeah. to pull off that. So two and f- what almost two, forty years. Yeah, two off the top of my head. I'm sure there's others, but like those are the two big ones, and it's just hard to you know, fifteen months is a long time to be out of a ring. It just is. Um, even if you're doing camp, even if you're trying, you know, doing the fire lifestyle, it's just. You know, it's it's like you're you're doing rehearsal, like a theater. Here, theater analogy: you're not on the main stage for that long. You're just doing gym stuff. That's just the rehearsal part. You got to be on that stage sometimes, man. If you're not on that stage for that for a long time, like it will affect you. It does make a difference. And guys that went over a year went zero two this week. I just you know something to think about. Theater reference on the podcast is a new one. I know you could tell what I majored in in college, huh? Wait, really? I did, yeah. I had two majors, but that was one of them. And I really, I regretted it immediately because I knew I could not make any money doing that. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I was thinking. I'm dead serious. I remember, I remember getting my degree being like, you know, I got, I got, I got out like 2008, dude, when like the economy was in the shitter too. Uh, and I was like, Jeez. this is a bad fucking idea. Yeah, I should have gone to college for business or something. You did um, the equivalent of like taking a 15 month layoff and then oh. finding a power pound level guy. I did it. I did it. Yeah, I did a four-year layoff, buddy. Like <laughs> that's really what college was for me. <laughs> Took a four-year layoff, and it was like, yeah. Uh, let me get Jamel Charlo. Yeah, let me take a big fat loan and fucking fight. Yeah, fight Charlo. <laughs> that was what the real world felt like. Just getting shit my shit beaten in tonight. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Man, uh, it's a. Uh, it, it is crazy. Like. um I think even the people that probably thought that Crawford stoppage was the play here, I don't think anybody thought that this was how it was going to play out. Like it's always those fights with an early knockdown where like shit just goes off the rails really fast. Yes. I thought it was going to be, I thought if Crawford was going to stop him, it'd be more like the Porter fight where it's, you know, very competitive and then he breaks him down late. You know, uh, I didn't think it was going to be like, Oh, one way, nasty one way traffic. I just didn't. I don't think anybody did. Like who, 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 who out there was that? I mean, I'm sure there were people that are that. I mean, it just takes it takes an elite level hater <laughs> to make that prediction. It really does. Yeah, it's um, I I I mean, it, it's also like you give respect to the fighters, and I feel like in order for even if you're a hater, like you have to also give Errol the respect because you know, oh, yeah. you want. You want your guy to beat him to look better, but like I, I really don't see anybody, or I don't know anybody who came out and thought um, Errol was was gonna, you know, go down the the rails so fast. But let me, I want to yeah. read you a text message I got. Okay. So I have a family member who's like a casual boxing fan, sure. And um, he, after Crawford Benavides, he texted me. And told me that Mikey would beat Crawford. That he had never seen Crawford before. That was his first time seeing him. Okay. And uh, he thought Mikey would beat him. (laughs) And I was like, well, that's a little little much because Mikey's a lot smaller. I don't think that Mikey would really have that much of like, I don't know. He could in theory, although we've seen Mikey at welterweight. Wasn't great. No. But I was like, like... I, don't I didn't like want to like shit on him, but I was like, sure, nah, sure, I don't sure. think so. Yeah, yeah. He texted me today, and uh, this is the type of like analysis you get from from like casual fans. Yeah. He says the fire stick keeps buffering, but looks like Spence is a punching bag. Damn, this is a beatdown. 
<laughs> Either Crawford is super good or Spence is overhyped. No in between there. Yeah, I was gonna say, what? Like overhyped? These guys have <laughs> these guys are in their fucking mid thirties. Like they have like I just love that people are like overhyped. Like this isn't like a twenty two year old. Like stop. Like, it's but it's well, like wait well established in this sport. Come on. Well, yeah, it's like okay, this, there's <laughs> these dudes are fighting for all four titles at welterweight. Like clearly, neither's overhyped. Okay. Yeah, like what? And 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 actually, they're 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 both they're both super good. Yeah. Like, now, obviously, Spence had some issues coming into this camp or whatever, coming into this fight where he didn't yeah. look like the guy that we, even in the first round, you know, the way he's kind of dragging his feet. Um, you know, you, you could tell maybe Spence was a little like behind Crawford. Was it that he was never as good? Who knows, right? But right, yeah, we can't really yeah, look yeah. at that. Uh, but yeah. I mean, we've gotten to this point for a reason. Uh, I, I don't think it was a, well, I think Terrence Crawford is super good. Like, I mean, nice analysis there, but, uh, <laughs> the, those this? things are in, independent of each other. Right. So let's, let's get to the, let's get to the heart of the matter now. Now this fight's done. Do uh-huh. you think, do you think they rematch? Do you think it's going to happen? I'll tell you this. If Deontay Wilder can rematch Tyson Fury <laughs> after that second fight, I mean, like, I would be irresponsible and just plain dumb to say that the rematch isn't going to happen. And I should also, and I don't really need to remind you because you're going to rattle off like 15 other examples. Yeah. But happens all the time. I know. Sergey Kovalev did rematch John Pascal. Oh, God. Yeah, there's a lot of bad rematches. I mean, we saw Cambosis twice, obviously. That was built there. <laughs> The worst rematch of all time. Um, so yeah, this shit does happen. You, you know, when it's built in, you're right. When it's built in contractually, it's probably happening. So the I fight might it. be too big to not do it twice, too. <sighs> Agreed, but I just don't. It's just like from a normal brain, you know, not normal brain, but like you know, I'm not normal brain, but like watching boxing for fucking forever now. It's like, oh god, I really don't want to watch this again. I don't see how it could. I, I don't see how things can change. I would like to see things change just from a swatching perspective, but like I saw nothing tonight. I don't. I don't know what hell, what the hell can happen that could fix this. I, I mean, I guess the argument is like, well, in Wilder Fury three, that wound up being the best fight, and it was True. also absolutely. One of, absolutely. Well, but I mean, assuming Wilder, Wilder is also a very unique fighter. Correct. You know what I mean? Like that's that's a unique situation, and that's a. Uh, and that's just and that's the most insane ridiculous division in all boxing where anything can happen that's that would be my counter argument that yeah, that's a good point. the stupidest division of all time and also my favorite division of all time but i just don't know like on these especially for like a welterweight i mean dude like there's so many fights at 147 that just they rematch nothing changes Vern force could not beat Maracardo mayorga <laughs> two opportunities like it's just some guys just can't do it, you know? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Spence will just figure it all out, but I, I don't really... I think the odds of that are very low. Uh, unless Spence learns how to punch literally through gloves. I know. Yeah. Because I don't. he's not throwing anything terribly no. dynamic that no. Crawford was just unprepared for. Yeah. Um... All right. So let's say let's say all right. Let's say it doesn't happen, 
right? What mm-hmm. do you think? Spen- what do you? Who would you? Okay, Spence moves up to one fifty four. They don't do the rematch. Spence just wises up, right? Who's the first? Who, who do you think he should uh, consider his? You know, comeback fight against. I'm just kind of curious. I know I hate, probably hate playing matchmaker on the spot, but I mean, um, I am the who, best who matchmaker you, in boxing. <laughs> next I'll give you my. I'll give, how, about, how about this? I already got my name. Yeah, I already got my name, but I want to hear yours first. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I, I I I swear, if you give me like the number eight guy in the WBA, no, I'm gonna be no, like, dude, no, come no, on now. No, 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 I'm not doing that. No, I'm giving you a top. I'm giving you a top rated fighter. Is it Joey Spencer? No, fucking no, no. I'm talking like a top. I'm talking like a. I, I, he should fight a top. He's he's at the point. He's 33. He should be fighting top ten guys every time out now. Um, I would say. Probably Lubin. Okay, interesting. I would say Brian Mendoza. I was going to say that too, and I figured that that might be who you were going to go with, so I didn't want to say it. But I, I think, <laughs> I think here's like the one caveat here is Errol Spence is a pay per view fighter, sure. so you've got to get somebody yeah, yeah, that you can yeah. position. Like he can't fight Dennis Hogan, all right? Unless you say it's <laughs> it's, it's Hollywood Hogan. maybe you know maybe people will be fooled yeah yeah uh tony harrison could sell a pay-per-view he could sell it but on off his name alone no i think brian mendoza would be i mean i think that would be i think it'd be a good fight but like if i'm you know responsible for for errol I don't know if I want him fighting a guy who's just going to sit there and wait to land a power shot. Mm. I get that. I get that. So, so I mean, that might be what you need to see him against, but I, I right. think that that would be the tricky part here. So you want him to fight? Yeah, so Joey Spencer it is. Got it. All right, Joey Spencer. Oh, dude, can you imagine up, how baby. bad that fight would be? Oh, I want it badly now. How do you like just put that out there? I'm, I'm ready to eat that dinner. Let's go. Holy shit. Errol... Next Saturday, I think would oh. probably still be Joey Spencer. <laughs> oh my God, oh, that's oh, that's brutal. Probably, like face still all like you know. Yeah, I was gonna dark, say like his dark cuts red. Not yeah, his cuts not healed. Yeah, the, 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 it just starts bleeding out of his mouth like during <laughs> the introductions. Still beats, still beats Joey Spencer. Yeah. Yeah, Joey. Joey'd be quickly out of his element because because you know what Joey would do is he'd dig down and try to like go inside with Errol, and Errol's yeah. like, "Well, this you you can't possibly make this easier for me." Yeah, yeah. Mendoza's tricky. Um, yeah. Because I think like Errol would dog walk him for all twelve rounds until there might right. be a moment that becomes very very you know tricky for him because Mendoza has figured something out found the fountain of youth or maybe right. i think he's with salas right maybe he actually mm-hmm. taught him how to throw punches properly right right so yeah be interesting so on the flip side yeah. crawford crawford if this fight doesn't happen he probably stays at, he, he if he stays at 154 he's got, he has two mandatories now he's got to fight alexis rocha right which i think that is a very tailor-made fight for crawford just gonna say mm-hmm. that we're at like, right now. I, I think he would absolutely stop Rocha, unless he just <laughs> fucking 
has a terrible camp, like he's gonna stop him and stop him. Like Sean him. Porter might come out of retirement and stop Rocha, but oh, go on. God, God, dude. I'll give you guys an idea. I want. I drove a guy to weigh-ins in New Hampshire two weeks ago that hurt Alexis Rocha in a fight. <laughs> okay, he first was of all, corner and he was cornering another guy. He wasn't even fighting on the card. He was cornering. Oh, another guy. I was gonna say, like, if if you're if you find yourself fighting in New Hampshire and you're not, if and you have less than five fights, or sorry, and you don't have less than five fights. <laughs> Get a job. <laughs> most of these, well, the good news is most of those guys do have jobs. But yeah, <laughs> your point. they do. That's not a bouncer. Get a career. Yeah, I, I would say every guy in fights in those on those shows in the t- eight ten round level are absolutely have day jobs. But yes, I I, I agree with you. you Go Andrew be, Cancio. Call up yeah. the electric company. Yeah, that's well. A lot of those guys do exactly get benefits. That. Yes. They have union jobs, but yeah, I get your point. They have, most of them have union jobs, but yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, but yeah, so he has to fight Rocha, and then obviously the fight that if he stays at 147, the one the next fight now everyone's got to push for is Boots, of course. And but Boots uh, wouldn't be the mandatory, would he? Uh, Boots would, yeah, because he's IBF interim champion, so he gets he would they would definitely have to enforce that. The IBF is very strict on that shit too. So if Crawford's not hurt, they're going to enforce that. That they have to they have to unify. Yeah. What about Stanionis? Stanionis, yeah, I mean that too is the WBA has to what they have to merge the titles or whatever. So that you're you're completely right. Like there's three situations now where each sanctioning body is going to be in it. they're not they're kind of in a pickle. They have to figure out who's going to enforce what first, what the what the order is. Um, I think Rocha's the the pro i think he's gonna probably take precedence because he's been sitting around longer and they can argue that stanionis is just you know can just be regular champion and fight somebody else but yeah i i don't think he i don't think he's gonna be unified for very long if he stays at 147 it's my my point i don't i don't wbo because he's contracted with pbc for one more fight right wbo and this is like obviously like just such a bullshit thing to do but it's the wbo they oh, yeah. should, for old time's sake, just strip Crawford. <laughs> the same way that they stripped Floyd, like yeah, two true. hours after the Pacquiao fight. Oh, because he got yeah. Then they say once he gets in the ring, <laughs> it's pretty much always. Yeah, it's like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they probably. Pro- uh, yeah, I think I think he will get. I think he does get stripped most likely uh, for taking a rematch. Uh, yeah, I think if they rematch, he, I don't. I don't know if the all four belts would be on the line. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe they'll step, do a step aside deal or something like that. But uh, some of these sanctioning bodies are. Uh, I mean, IBF uh, as well are very very uh, strict on that shit. Um, they're not like Mauricio who just bends the rules, <laughs> whatever he feels like it, <laughs> for better or worse. Yeah, there there there's there's a good and bad there. But like, if you're Crawford or if you're PBC. And the Spence fight isn't going to happen. I mean, you you could if 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 Crawford insists on staying at 147, mm-hmm. then there's obviously Boots and there's obviously Keith Thurman. Sure, those those I think would both be successful pay per views. Agreed. But if Terrence Crawford is looking to maybe build towards the uh, the rematch further down the line, and also take the next step and well. well Take a step towards that rematch, and also do something a little different. Well, then, doesn't it make sense to pitch him Tim Zoo? Yep, 
That's a good one too. I think that that's your yeah your that could be your one fifty four introduction fight, especially if let's say Charlo fights. Who knows what's gonna happen with Charlo Canelo? But what if there's a situation where they rematch? You know, so he's gone for. I think they will be rematching. <laughs> I'm just throw that out. I like there. I like that. I like that. you yeah yeah. So I think no. you agree. I I'm not disagreeing with you. I just I'm I'm creating a scenario. It's very probably likely they're gonna be they're gonna be occupied for twelve months. Tim Zoo's gonna be sitting around. You know, let's say a bell opens up. That's WBL. <laughs> or, or WBL. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's say that bell opens up. You don't think Crawford's gonna want to move up and be number one contender automatically? Of course he is. So yeah, that's a totally plausible scenario. I think that's probably. If you're Crawford too, that's probably the guy you want to fight. Honestly, I I I I, I think that's a good fight for him. I do. I love Tim. I, and I, and I'm a Tim Zoo fan. I love Tim Zoo, but I I think that'd be a good fight for Crawford. I do. What chance does Tim Zoo have in that fight? Uh, I don't know. Fifteen percent, maybe twenty, if that. If, yeah, that's sounds about right. Yeah, I, I saw what Gache did to old boy. Yeah, but he got his ass up and he finished that fight. God damn it. All right. I know. I know. I know it was bad, but he got up. He got his ass up. All right. He did. He did. He did. All right. Listen, he's gotten, he's getting better. All right. He's getting better. How? How do you know that? <laughs> he looked great because against he... the Campo, baby. <laughs> oh, Campo's, you're going to be driving him to New Hampshire <laughs> next, next, next month. Say. I was going to say, he could definitely be taking a tune up. Uh, Ocamp- Ocampo was, <laughs> and I, I, I'm I'm being serious. Don't you think that Jorge Cota would have been a better opponent than Ocampo? Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ocampo really, really fucking phoned that in. That was that was that was sad. That was sad. Oh, man. I, I, I mean, yeah. He, that, that, look, <laughs> he, he's improved. Since the, the the Spence fight, obviously, and you know he's he's gotten yeah, himself yeah. in a position to fight a Tim Zoo, but I have not seen a dude just like, sh- I mean I have actually, but like usually those are like not televised fights, but I've <laughs> ne- not seen a dude in a main event come in just like ready to well, actually today, but it was a prelim fight. Aston, <laughs> Aston was it Palacite or how did they say his last name? I don't know. But that dude clearly, oh, that, they told yeah, him yeah. just you yeah. got to go to like two or three rounds before like to not raise suspicions. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He didn't want it. He he was he was like I'm I'm here for the I'm here for a check. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. I mean yeah. him. No need to don't. Oh, let me oh. just hold off on that one. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say. Let me know you want to talk about that. I'm very excited. Oh, we're going to have a lot of fun talking about that one. Oh. But, uh, yeah, I, well, well, just to wrap this up, Terrence Crawford, I think Tim Zhu, I think you agree, that's probably the best route going forward. Love it. All right, let, let me throw something out. This was something that I had talked about a while back. Let's assume that, let's rewind the clocks back. Jamel Charlo is still fighting Tim Zhu in the fall. Mm-hmm. Canelo had no opponent. We didn't. We Maybe he says he makes a commitment to PBC, but it's not really that necessary at this point. No, actually, right. it is necessary. Let's say this fight plays out exactly the way it does. Why wouldn't you pitch Crawford Canelo? Yeah. It what? What weight? 160? 
No, 165. 165? (sighs) Yeah. I wouldn't hate that. I I mean, because I I thought that for no matter who won, Spence or Crawford, I said, that should be the next fight for these guys. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fine. I mean, to me, Canelo, it's like my brain can't comprehend that Canelo fights above 160 anyway. Like, I know he obviously does, and he's fought at 175, but to me, he's always, like, a middleweight. So I I, I don't think it would be ridiculous. It would be fascinating. And it would make a lot of money. So I, I don't mind it being pitched. I mean, if they want to make a shitload of cash, of course. Yeah, that that would be the fight. But, you know, I mean, hey, listen, if Crawford moves up to 154 and he's like, it looks good, and why not Why not propose a catchweight fight? Someone in the chat. Uh, so Keith Eidick tweeted out, Spence on why the rematch could be different. I know that I'm a lot better than I showed tonight. Mm-hmm. Which is probably true. Uh, but one of our, uh, chatters replied to that and said, <laughs> I don't think it would change the result, but I don't think it could be worse. Ha. Uh, yeah, probably not. <laughs> I mean, I think it could be worse. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I could stop them even faster, obviously. Uh, I don't know. I think typically agree matches i feel like are always a little bit more competitive than the first fight i I mean sometimes guys get stopped in the same exact round i've seen that happen too but yeah um i could see i could definitely see it i could definitely see him making it 12 next time but i just don't see i just don't do that it's like when roy got knocked out against tarver like okay yeah you rematched him but then you what did you accomplish you went 12 but you still lost (laughs) cool yeah Yeah, you just proved for sure yeah, that you're yeah, that, that you're old now, and Tarver, you know, your opponent was, is better. It is what it, you know. Let's keep it moving. So, yeah. Random final thing, I guess, okay. for this fight, just sure. kind of like a welterweight conversation. Um, even though, you know, Spence obviously got the knock. You know, he was knocked down and was stopped. I'm like struggling to think. Like, when was the last time we had like a welterweight just like get put out? Like rarely happens. Get put out. Um. I mean, didn't Forrest? I mean, Vern Forrest got put out against fucking Mayorga. Uh, I, no, I mean we can obviously go Manny getting put out by uh, Marquez. Yeah. Obviously. Oh, oh, you're talking like recently, recently. Yeah, recently. No, I can't because not like put out, put out. No, I feel like every welterweight, major welterweight fight in the last five years goes the distance, right? I don't know. Yeah, it just feels that way. Like um, major fight, like top level guys, they usually go the distance. I mean, yeah. It, well, I guess the, the it's, it's like ninety percent of the time that's how it goes. I mean, um, I, I don't know. Brandon Rios <laughs> got stopped against Danny, like. I, mean, I don't know what you know. Like I don't know. He didn't get stopped. He got knocked out. Then that's what I'm saying. Like who? <laughs> yeah, he got, got knocked out. He got he got put out. Uh, Adrian Granados. <laughs> I mean, that's that's kind of the examples I'm thinking of. Like I don't know. Yeah, I was not, at that fight. Were you? Oh my yeah. god. Oh my god. He, oh, you know, Adrian. he gave it a go. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly it. He gave it a go. No one was more confident in themselves that night including danny garcia 
than Adrian <laughs> Granados was in himself. Oh, God. Poor guy. Yeah. That sounds um, about right. So, I guess at some point we're going to... I guess one thing that I, I thought about when you were talking, but I just kind of put to the side and just, just mention it now, is you talked about the ref, the, like the doctor being maybe a little overzealous and checking Spence in the fifth round. Yeah. I mean, given Spence's history, and I know oh, you're you're yeah, supposed true, to like true, true. judge things like newly every time, but like, yeah, you know, the dude did like kind of flip his Ferrari and go flying through the air and, you know, bounce four times on the pavement before he rolled. I mean, like, yeah, you know, Oh yeah. There's probably part of that in those doctors minds. Yeah. They're like, Hey man, you've, you've suffered uh, more like an abnormal amount of head trauma in your life. Right. Right. That's why I thought they were going to stop at the end of round seven. I thought the I thought I just thought, man. I think if if the Derek James is stopping, I'm, I was like, maybe that ring doctor is gonna come in there and pull a plug. Seems like they've been pulling a lot more fights earlier these days as well. Referees jumping in and stopping fights uh, earlier and it's earlier these days. So uh, I was a little surprised um, and made it to round nine. Tony Weeks would have stopped this shit in the first round. First yeah, guy to have their back on the ropes, it would have been oh, over. Man. Well, we'll talk about that in the undercard. There was there was an interesting stoppage on the show. It didn't really matter, I, I don't think, but we'll get into that. All right, so let's let's move on to Isaac Cruz. We had Isaac oh, Cruz, Giovanni Cabrera. Both this you and I made talk. money on this fight. That's all I want to throw out there. We did. We did. Uh, so we'll, <sighs> we'll, we'll, we'll... What an awful fight. What an awful Wait, fight. Wait, you thought it was an awful fight? It was. I mean, it was funny, but it was. It was just awful that I had to sit through twelve rounds of just two stupid game plans happening at the same time. <laughs> Wait a second. Who ha- two stupid? Explain game why plans. they had stupid game plans. Uh, Cabrera boxed like f- such an asshole, blocking just. Just <laughs> if you're gonna fight like that, like I don't know, just fight bet. Like you f- suck at it. You suck fighting backwards. You suck. So fucking bad at it. This guy, I just couldn't believe. Cruz should be ashamed of himself for not ripping this dude's head off. Like, I could uh-huh. <laughs> not believe that he fucking let him go 12. Like, and Cruz, we were, we taught you, we, we, you DM me. It's true. Like, Cruz just is one of those dudes just like, fuck the jab. The jab is for pussies, but only pussies jab. Like, real men just throw all power punches. And they use the jab as a, a tool to change things up, but not actually land or do anything effective with it. It's just to just to just to take a break from power punching. Like that is the crew's brain, and it's like, what the fuck? Like, what do you do? Like, you have a guy in there that you are way way stronger than, and you could push him around the ring, and you just let him just stand in the pocket like that. What the fuck? Like, what are we doing, dude? Giovanni Cabrera shouldn't is not should not be in the top fifteen. Like you agree with me, right? Whoa, like, this dude, whoa. no, no way. Lightweight. No way. Fifteen is deep, dude. I, yeah, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not disagreeing. Not. I'm just saying fifteen is deep. It's a deep division. Like he shouldn't be in this. In that, in, he shouldn't be going to split decisions in theory with anybody in the top fifteen. He's definitely better tonight. than George Cambosos. He looked better than George Cambosos. Yeah, probably. I think. <laughs> I guess. I mean, that's just, I mean, this. That probably puts him at 15, though. 
I get. I don't know. I just I'm, I'm just shocked. I knew I know Cruz is like a goof and like definitely like that thinks way too highly of himself. But man, this this fight they he's got to he's got to like realize like this, this shit's not working. Whatever he's doing in there is not fucking working. You can't. He's got to get comically just outboxed by any competent top fighter in that weight class. It's not happening. He's already a small guy for the weight. Like, what the fuck? I just. Yeah, I, I just don't know what either guy was doing tonight. Cabrera just just doesn't have enough talent. If he was actually talented, he would have won that fight easily, but he just clearly doesn't have any talent. And power. He has, talent. He has no power, and he doesn't have enough talent. So, yeah. Dude, like, okay, so first of all, Isaac Cruz, the style there, all right? I think you and I both agree, probably should get a new trainer. Yeah, but I want to throw something out. He fights out. like a fucking meathead. I, yeah. But, I but I so as I was listening to you, I figured it out. I know what his problem is. This motherfucker went to YouTube and watched Mike Tyson highlights, <laughs> but only watched I the highlights. So he it. has no concept of any punch other than a punch that knocks just, a dude out. Just I'm gonna walk. I'm just gonna walk guys down for 36 minutes <laughs> and <laughs> wing the most ridiculous like power shots. Yeah, just. Throw, throw every, just throw with complete power, dude. He was so gassed in that twelfth round too. Like he looked hor- horrifyingly bad on that twelfth round. Like go watch that twelfth round again. Cabrera is just outworking him, ease like with ease. I don't even think Cruz threw thirty punches in the twelfth round, and it actually mattered because this fight was super close on the cards. Like that shit mattered. Think about that. He almost blew the fight, dude. I so messaged dumb. you. And I was and I, and I I I was like, hey, did he just punt the last two rounds of the fight? Because I thought that he lost to the eleventh round. Uh, yeah, I was. I said he won it, but I I didn't. I I, I probably should rewatch it, but it was very apparent in the twelfth round. You probably shouldn't rewatch it, but we'll, we appreciate your <laughs> you saying that. Yeah, uh, but it was very apparent in the twelfth round that this guy had very little left. <laughs> like, like nothing nothing behind his shots he looked like he was just waiting to get across the finish line and you know clearly glenn feldman just loved cabrera's jab like was just in love with it all night glenn feldman like fucked up and thought that that was ryan garcia and thought that golden boy (laughs) was gonna have a check for him at the end of the night (laughs) oh god that's the only explanation for well actually i thought and i always have this take like when i watch fights i am judging not on who I think is winning, because you know what I've come to realize? What I think doesn't matter. Because right. I've never thought something, and then it actually happened on BoxRec. Although you probably could make that happen, but it usually doesn't make that happen. Right, right, right. So I try to think like a judge, and I'm just looking like, is there something here for the judges? And like as I'm watching, I'm like, this is probably a close fight, because like yeah. Cruz is missing a lot of punches, and I think... like. I imagine TV. watching it ringside. You're, you're, you're. It, he looked like a meathead missing a lot more shots. Yes. yes. Sorry, I didn't interrupt, but I agree with you. No, I mean you basically said what I was going to say, and so like Cabrera's doing like sweet science stuff. Although like you know we're talking like sweet like um, not not candy. Not, we're talking sweet no. like uh, like in not ripe fruit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like a peach that needs a day or two before you really bite into it. That's what it looked like tonight. Just uh, this was 
like Fuck. the science version of like a seventh grade science project. This like was this was a volcano. A lobotomized polymalinaji <laughs> moving in there tonight. Fuck. It, it was like. Polly Malinaji versus Artem Lobov. Hey. Yeah, that's true. You almost had it. You almost yeah, had it. I almost had it. You're right. That was really, it was, it, it was the boxing version of that tonight. Just one guy doing everything textbook, just not that well. And then another guy that just decided, let me get worse as a, actively worse as a fucking fighter and just do things as dumb as possible and still won. So I mean, I, I had a lot of fun watching this fight because I just knew I was like, okay, this is going to be bullshit. I know it. Like, <laughs> like he's not throwing enough. There's no jab. It like, okay. Is again, he only watched Mike Tyson highlights. Okay. Where is this dude's body work? This guy, no, nowhere, nowhere. You, if, if CompuBox oh. wasn't a piece of shit website and company, my apologies. If you have any friends over there, but I do. Um, they used to have all their information public, but then they made it. Yeah, I wish they would. I wish they would consider reconsider that. I agree. Fucking bozos for doing that because we could come up like imagine I tweet this out credit CompuBox of like let's just say Mexican fighters who fought for a world title in the last ten years. Isaac Cruz throws the least amount of body punches per fight. I could still say that and probably tweet it and people would believe it. But like, you know, it'd be cool if I had actual evidence behind that other than like anecdotally, I think that that is true. Yeah. No, you're probably right. Uh, (laughs) yeah, just an awful performance. Uh, anyway, long story short, this guy can't beat anybody in the top 10, maybe Cambosis, I guess if you can say Cambosis in the top 10. You're saying Cruz? Yeah. I think he can probably beat Cambosis, but that's about it. Uh, if you consider Cambosis in the top 10. I don't think there's anybody else he beats right now. That's kind of bold. I don't know, I'm going to say it. I just don't say I don't think he beats any of the top guys. So let's just use BoxRec because apparently you have some connection to this place. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm looking at the names. He Tank, does not beat Shakur. Tank. He does not beat Shakur. He does not beat Kane. I, I don't think he beats Lomachenko. I think he probably beats Cambosis. I think Zapata beats him. I think Murataya beats him. I think Ryan Garcia beats him. I think Frank Martin beats him. Okay, Ryan. maybe he beats. Yeah, I do think Ryan beats him. Yeah. I Yoshino. Mm, there. Okay, I'll give you. I'll give. I'll give you Yoshino. So there you go. Two you out of ten. I actually, I'm not going to say what I was going to say, but uh, we'll fine. talk about that after. I think um, he beats. I think he beats. I think he loses to Jermaine Ortiz. I think he loses to. Uh, I think he maybe beats Abdulayev, and he be, probably beats Berenchek. So if you really want to dip down to the top fifteen, he beat one one of three guys today. I think he can beat in the top fifteen. Can he I know beat Mercedo Jesta? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah, just as just as fighting, fuck, oh god, I'm so pissed that he's getting a fucking main event fight. I hate that guy. I just hate okay, him. but it's so boring. It's a Golden Boy DAZN card. I know like. it doesn't it doesn't matter. It's a, might as well buried in the earth. But it's just like, oh god, I I, li- I like watching Zapata, and I just I'm like, ugh, dude, what are they doing with him? But anyway, that's for another day. Uh, I don't know what you do. Like what? I don't know what the path for for um Cruz would be. Because, like, apart from just sitting around and waiting for a tank fight. Um, please, no. please, no. Unless the tank hurts his hand again. I don't fucking want to watch it again. Yeah, no. tank has to agree to only use one hand in yeah, order exactly. for it to be. 
he has to he has to he has to fight bare knuckle the week before and then he can then he can fight with the gloves on the week after so his hands are still fucked he's, i don't want to i mean he's it. still going to beat him i know i don't want to watch it and i don't think he can and there's really no other guys and i mean i guess frank martin right i guess you could make that fight but i don't think he wants to fight frank martin at all and I don't think that fight will ha- will be made. I think he wants to enforce. I, I think I don't know what this is like a number one contender fight or whatever the fuck this was today. WBC but, and WBA eliminator. Whatever the fuck that means, who knows? I mean, it, you know, that's such a. I, I guess so. He he just wants to enforce a title of some sort. And I don't think he wants to fight Frank Martin, <laughs> even though that fight makes a lot of sense. I mean, you know what? Just toss him in there with Chris Colbert. Sure. Fuck it. Whatever. I think Chris Colbert could beat him. So fine. <laughs> Whatever. I, I I wonder if us two, apart from the people that just like hate on him because he's sitting around waiting for Tank, which I don't think either of us really care about. Yeah. I think both of us kind of are aligned that we actually just don't like him because we don't think he's like, I don't know that he's not good. I think he has a style. Yeah, I think he probably has the attributes to be good. He has the attributes to be good, and he's shown he's had moments where he's he's good. But then he makes active choices in the ring that are fucking terrible, and he makes fights dumber than they need to be. Like, but then you kind of look at all this recent wins, and honestly, like, kind of like since the day. I mean, the last time I was super impressed with them was Magdaleno. Like, Ramiro was a terrible fight. Vargas was shot. Um, Gamboa was shot and Eduardo Ramirez was moving up in weight like yes. by a lot and really shouldn't have been at 135 so I mean sorry I mean I'm sure there's some Issa Cruz lovers out there I just fucking hate hearing this but I'm sorry like this guy hasn't really fought anybody hasn't fought a guy that really really blew me away like in a while I mean Magdaleno fight was probably the last time I went well, oh shit okay let's take a let's let's pause you know one of our boys I think it'd be a great fight. Emiliano Marsili. <laughs> is that the, uh, is that the, at- <laughs> I know you're talking about. That's yeah. the 46 year old Italian dude who's 42 and 0. Yes. I, I, it's like my new running joke to pitch this guy. Like, <laughs> like after fights, be like, it's time for the Marsili test. You know, who's going to fight G- Emiliano Marsili? You know, who's going to do it? Realistically, you're saying like for real? Yeah. I, I'm Stevenson? Yeah. No, Keyshawn. That's a Keyshawn opponent. Come on now. It's a Keyshawn guy. Okay, that, that's actually just a step down from Shakur, but I'm down with it. That's a Keyshawn. That's a, that, you know you know that they've made an offer for him to fight Keyshawn. Come on now. I, Emiliano's not taking that shit. No if way. Xander Zayas is going to be fighting the guy I drove to weigh-ins two weeks ago in New Hampshire. He, Keyshawn can fight the, the 46-year-old Italian man. So you think that, that uh, the, the homie from... Uh, that you drove to the weigh-ins, who's I'm I'm guessing like you know not great. Um, he can have little moments, but no, he's not a contender. <laughs> no, Tevin Farmer is still kicking around. I just that's want to throw true. that out there. Oh, I I that's another name I've definitely thought in back of my mind is, is who's going to get fed to Keyshawn down the road. But yeah. That's, oh jeez, this we, we're this was a roasting Sorry. of Isaac Cruz and now Keyshawn is just Keyshawn getting it piled on right, for like all right, the f- all right, one hundred thirty fourth day in a row on, on social media. <laughs> Um, he, he was a big he was took a big l this week uh if you want to talk about guys outside the ring that was definitely a top top three l i would say i mean i i sent 
that, that, that part of the clip was sent to me and then I uh, responded to the person. I was like, um, I'm not sure what I just saw because I can't hear that well, but did Frank Martin just emasculate Keyshawn? Yes, he did. Yes, yes, yes. And then did. I watched more of it later and I was like, oh, wow. Keyshawn is like, he he really doesn't have that dog in him. Needs to let the fighting do the talking because he's not good at doing the talking. Like, <laughs> it's just not, no. Just, the just fighting's bad. been a little hit or miss so far. Sure has, but I I know he 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 can be capable of what he's could be capable of, and it's like, dude, just you're you're not good at the social media thing. You're very bad at it, in fact. So probably stop. Um, do you want to move me, on uh, to Santiago? One more thing. Oh yeah, sure. Well, sure. one more thing. Okay. Um, was this the funniest, most blatant headbutting you've seen in a fight? Oh, so good. A plus. Good job, Cruz. I loved it. Way to, way to get a point deduction when you're winning a fight. Like, fucking that moron. almost was really important. Uh, it's just going to say almost. Actually, it would have been a draw if, if not for yeah. the for that deduction. Yeah. Wait, right? Uh, no, 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 no. It wouldn't have been. Cruz, Cruz, yeah. Um, no, but it, it would have it been a majority decision, I believe. Would have been a majority decision instead of a split. So, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Um, Still. He, so he got warned for it earlier in the fight, and then just like was like, "Well, oh, I'm gonna do it again." I'm just gonna keep headbutting him. Fuck it, fuck this guy. Like <laughs> when you're leaving your feet to headbutt a guy, the ref's gonna catch it ten times out of ten. Yes, you are. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Oh my god. Oh, he's a he's a fucking meathead. All right, let's let's kind of my victory lap now. Talk about Santiago and Donair. Okay, why is this a victory lap for you? Okay, because every because you got somebody I can't remember who was in your chat, but like T Money or somebody always goes Gray tries to fade Donair every single time, and he always fucking loses, and he doesn't know what he's talking about, and that's kind of fair. I have fa- I have I have given on on this show I have given a lot of incorrect predictions. Multiple times, but tonight I was fucking correct. This guy is cooked. He's done. He shouldn't have his wife training him. He's an idiot. Goodbye. You had a great career. Stop fighting. You got absolutely fucking outworked tonight by a guy that uh, I listen. I respect Santiago, but um, I mean, this is a guy that's like to me like a borderline top ten guy. And tonight he looks like a don't uh, <laughs> air helped him look like a very very good fighter. And I, I don't think his I don't think his title reign is gonna last that long. That's all I'm gonna say. I don't think so. So, Nonito Donaire lost to a guy who, after I'm pretty sure, after every punch he landed on Donaire, he said, "How you doing?" Oh, <laughs> pretty much. He's the kind of guy that I mean, I'll give Sanyog's a good fighter. All right, I'm not gonna take that away from him. He he fights every guy very closely, and he's definitely been fucked over in fights in the U.S. and Puerto Rico. If you look at his record, like he said, fights where he probably won. Um, but he's like the guy that he he's good enough to be as you know fights up to the opponent's level. He's not a guy that can, you know, usually supersede that and clearly win a fight. But tonight was the exception. <laughs> That's my point. Like tonight, he, he finally got over the hurdle and he clearly beat the shit out of Donair in the late rounds. Like even Max DeLuca's smooth brain had to admit <laughs> that this was not a win for Donair. This was clearly an L. Rachel Donaire, why are you fuck get? Oh God, fucking so embarrassing, so embarrassing that she's his trainer. 
no late no late game strategy dude like just a sitting fucking duck in rounds nine through 12 just a sitting duck he had a good start and but then it just they had nothing they had no adjustments like i I, he needs to retire he needs to call it a day it's done it's over he had a great career stop stop getting cte like why why is rachel donaire getting blamed here because she's because a good trainer should be able to help you make adjustments in a fight after eight rounds that's not completely out of his grasp. They, he was not completely out of that fight until the last four rounds. Would you agree with me on that? That the last four rounds, he got completely outworked, and that made the difference on the scorecards. It did. I mean, you're probably no right. Game, you're probably they no right. Late game plan. They lost, he lost eight. You could argue he lost eight through 12 even. Probably seven through twelve, dude. Like, oh no, I think he. I I thought that this was a very easy fight to score. I thought probably the last six rounds he lost. Yeah, he probably lost. You could argue he lost all the last six. Fine, whatever. But like, there's no <laughs> excuse when you're behind to in the last four rounds to have no fucking adjustments. Like, are you kidding me? Like against a guy that again, not, this is this is a guy that's been beaten and held to a draw a lot of times. Like you're not, you know, this isn't don't hair. <laughs> sorry. Uh, anyway, like, <laughs> sorry. I, I just was, I was appalled. <laughs> I mean, my, my thing is like, okay, you, I mean, I'm not going to stop you from criticizing, uh, Rachel Donaire or whoever was training Nonito. Cause I mean, you can make the argument that she probably wasn't training him. He trained himself and she was just like there making sure that he didn't have to give a percent to anybody. <laughs> Which I mean, make your money, make your money. I'm not gonna. Such a good fucking carny scheme. Yes. Yeah, but like, I I don't think there was an adjustment to make. No. When there, in no, I, I the fucking history of Nonito Donaire's career has he made an adjustment past the midway point of a fight? The answer is never. Yeah, you're probably right. If he was yeah. able to make adjustments, he beats in a way. He probably he probably wouldn't have lost to Magdaleno either. I mean, like, that was a fight where it was just like, okay, dude, you have no answers. Carl Frampton, even. No answers. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. I mean. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm, I'm calming down now. You're right. I would say the last time he really dug dug something out was uh, probably Darshinian rematch, I want to say. Was that, cool. that, that was the fight where he needed the left hook because he was losing that fight. I, I, did, yeah. I mean, did he make an adjustment or did he just finally land the punch? I don't know. That's guess, a good point. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but that's really the last one I could think of where he. he you're right. Where in the late rounds he 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 put it together. Yeah. Just wanna yeah. Th- throw something out to you now. No. Oh, okay. So now Alexander no. Santiago, WBC bantamweight champion, well deserved, I think. Oh, right? absolutely. Like, the guy f- fights everybody to like, close to fifty fifty. He deserves it. Good for him. He's now number one on BoxRec, right? Uh, yeah. 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 But I'm looking at the list of bantamweights, and I'm like, wow, did this just become the worst division in boxing? It's the worst. Of, it, it looks bad because all these guys now are guys that either Donair beat or it's Donair's brother. Or Sorry. Or anyways, anyway, yeah, he's long anyways gone, brother. buddy. <laughs> you know, you know, no, I know. But like, anyway, beat or anyway's brother. Like, yeah, they're, it's, it's sort of like the leftover guys are getting their belts now. So I definitely understand like, yeah. It's it's not it, it needs a fresh crop of uh, names, 
but I think there's not, if you look down the list of guys, there's not a lot of guys coming up. So I wouldn't be surprised if you see uh, Manuel Rodriguez and Jason Maloney uh, floating around for a while with these belts. I mean, I'm going to even depress you more. Not completely out of the question that Guillermo Rigondeau gets a fucking another title shot. No, oh, I think he's 100% getting a title shot. I'm going to go he, further and say, he, yeah, I am pretty sure this dude is going to unify titles. Oh God, he is uh, still that good. No. Yeah, when he wants, to, when he fucking wants to be. But like, uh, you look at this fight and you're like, if you're Rigando, you're like, let the pressure cooker blow up in my face again. I'll still whoop this guy. <laughs> I I I will say I I I think he is. Yeah, I think he would be competitive with all pretty much every title holder right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> If if boxing had like you know real mainstream recognition and like we got actual futures bets, w- like Guillermo <laughs> Rigondo to win a world title, to win another world title period would yeah. probably be minus money right now. Probably, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 most likely. I think I think he beats I think he beats one of those guys. I think I think they're gonna want to defend against them too. Because on paper it's like he's forty two. He he lost to Astrolabio, and he, you know, but uh, so it's not like he's unst- you know this guy's undestructible. He's not a destru- you know unbeatable monster anymore. But at the same time, he's still oh, his style is still a nightmare. And when he wants to box, he's very very fucking good. But I just don't know like how motivated he is. I think that's a I think that's always been his problem. He's not very motivated. He's very distracted. He also just might be the biggest name in the division right now. Yeah, probably. I mean, the most recon- like guy, yeah, yeah. Like, recognizable, because he's, uh, yeah. If Donaire's, re- if we're assuming Donaire's retired and gone, yes, absolutely. Just from name, rec- Jason, for long, long, longevity. Uh, on Cajas, you could argue that too, but I think, obviously, he's not been as mainstream. You could argue that uh, Donaire's been, like, gone and retired for a couple years, but, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Cash, cash in those paychecks for Rachel. I yeah, sure. Gary Antonio is gonna fuck around and be like, wait a second. He should. He should. He needs to fucking figure it out, man, because he 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 can absolutely come back in this division. He really can. He needs to figure it the fuck out though. But there absolutely hundred percent needs to get back in the picture. Gary Antonio gonna be the. Who would have thought that after Mister Gary lost his world title that um. Gary Antonio would be the next one to capture t- gold. Oh God! Wouldn't have been me. Nope. Would and I guess been. the opener, Jonas Teas. Okay, this is yeah Teas. What Dude. the fuck? Okay, so <laughs> okay, this is one of those situations where I bet I bet I should have bet more on him, and I because I knew something was up, but I I just wish I had more balls, and I told people to bet on him. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm like, and I was like, you know, something's up here. Uh, and I yep. think a big reason for that was PBC matchmaker Whitfield Hayden had him already scheduled for a fight in Washington next mm-hmm. month. And he was certainly training for that. And he took on, I've had a feeling that one, this guy is much, was obviously has a deep amateur career, blah, 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 whatever. Every Cuban that is on these shows always does. But I thought to myself, if he's moving up from a 500 guy to Sergio Garcia and taking this fight on short notice, that team knows that 
they have something. And I mean, like literally going for fighting a, a one in 21 guy in February to Sergio Garcia a few months later, they saw something in the gym that they were like, yeah, he can compete with the top 25 right now. And we just, no one knew that. And that's why I thought to myself, even if he's plus 100, I, I, I think there, as this feels like minus money confidence, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, I don't, think anyone expected him excluding his own team to get about in three rounds but they definitely were like no this guy's a already a, a, a world-class you know fighter or whatever in their heads world class but in us it's like you know a contender whatever you want to call him he's definitely a contender now he's not just yeah, i don't i don't i think he's past prospect level at this point oh yeah um, like this puts him right back in the picture um but yeah like this guy like clearly was doing some spectacular shit in the gym like right you would agree with me that they they, they saw something and they went fuck it let's throw him in yeah, I mean, he's in Ronnie Shields' gym, um, yeah. I guess. So I think he trains maybe alongside Morel. And so, I don't know, maybe they were like, hey, this dude's holding his own with Morel. Like, he's going yeah. to, like... like... This is a guy that they, was clearly proven in the gym. Had to be. Because I thought that that was weird, too. Like, it's... When a guy... You know who was another one like this is Tank. Tank fought mm-hmm. a guy that was, like, 21 and 13. And he just like knocked him out in one round and his very next fight was Pedraza. And I remember thinking that that was super weird at the time. I wasn't savvy enough like on betting Mm -hmm. at the, at the time, but I just thought it was super weird that like, wow, that seems like huge fast tracking. Yep. And the, the reason why I didn't bet on this fight is because I wasn't sure, like, do I just, I wasn't sure, like, because I and I overthought it. I was like, mm-hmm. "Is he gonna get him out of there?" And and I didn't like the over under, so I was like, "No, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna touch it. I don't really know where I should be putting money. I should have just taken money line and, and not been greedy." Right. That's what I did. I didn't think about stoppage at all. I just thought money line, because in my head I'm thinking, you know, obviously Gar- Gar- Garcia's slow, but he's sturdy. I thought, okay, whatever. This will probably be a you know a, a bit of a this fight will be going rounds. Um, but for him to get steamrolled like this, no, I, I don't think. There's unless you're again, unless you're in that gym and you're seeing things that there's no way the public could see. Uh, you would have predicted a stoppage that fast. Like, no, there's no way. I don't trust you. If you, if anyone says that they saw this coming, no, you didn't. Like, this, that's not possible. Well, unless that's you're the matchmaker. Like, you're right. Obviously, Whitfield saw something, and that's why this fight was made. Like he was already going to fight. A, uh, he was already going to fight Johan Gonzalez, who was thirty-two and two, um, and who has a fantastic box rec picture. It's hilarious. Um, and he was like a top fifty guy, and I, I, I was familiar with him. And I thought, oh, they're putting him in with like a, a guy who's thirty-two and two with thirty-two knockouts. Like, okay, so they're 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 pretty. That's a pretty fearless move. Like a guy that they they think clearly, you know not the greatest fighter in the division, but a guy that's dangerous and they're going for it in the six pro fight. And they went with a guy even better than that. <laughs> so right. like, wow. Um, that I, was the fight know. to get to this one. Right. Exactly. And they were like, nah, fuck it. We'll just skip that and go right to Garcia. Like, this is really like unprecedented. Like tanks, a great example. Like tank didn't really fight that like established gatekeeper type guy before he fought Pedraza. He just went right into it, and and I guess Garcia he he's now fought the the gatekeeper guy in Garcia, but he didn't even fight like the the fellow unbeaten fighter on Showbox or something before that. You know what I mean? Like the usual natural progression of things. He went from fucking Cameron Crail to like Sergio Garcia. Like that's 
that's crazy. It, it's not normal. Um, so I, I'm I, I'm excited to see where this guy goes. If they want to push him like a Morel, where it's like, you know, we want to really put this guy in top top fights like right now, like awesome. Like I think that's ballsy and it's great. Um, I'm more of a always a pump the brakes kind of guy. With me, like a 23 year old fighter like this, I would rather see him fight guys in the in the top, you know, top 50 somewhere. I would say page one of box rack. Um, I always go by pages now, not numbers. Cause I'm weird like that. But if he fights like a Joey, like he could fight Joey Spencer next. Like, sure. That's, that makes sense. Oh, um, he's way I, past Joey at this point. I know, but like, does he want, do you, <laughs> he is, he is. You're right. You're right. He's past Joey, but like, I don't know. Does, is, do you want him fighting top 10? You got Charles Conwell, Lubin. Like, is he ready for that? Like, I don't know. He might like, be. He might be. I don't know. It's fascinating. It's just, it's just this guy literally came out of nowhere overnight. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm surprised. That's all. I just didn't think he was going to stop him in three rounds. If, if not for the way the main event uh, played out, I think if you get like, um, you know, like your, your prototypical, like, yeah, it was a, it was a competitive fight, but this guy won a decision. Mm-hmm. This would probably be one of the biggest talking points of the of the card. Is this dude coming out of nowhere? No one knows who he is. Steps in late notice and then just smokes a guy who has, at a minimum, been very like. I mean, you can make the argument he beats Fundura. Sure. And he just and like he was, wipes the floor yeah. with them. Yeah, I mean, Tony Harrison had a field day with him, but this is a whole, whole never another level of beating him. Like this is. Uh surprising i just like i said this doesn't this is something that doesn't happen very often in boxing like a guy taking that big of a step up this fast like um very 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 rare especially in you know your sixth pro fight i mean tell yeah i'm sure he fought you know had he fought internationally and as an amateur or whatever i'm sure he had a lot of fights but i don't think he fought i don't you know what i mean he still left cuba pretty young it's not like a guy yeah. who was 32 you know he's not he's not fucking uh andy cruz here you know yeah he, he looked better than andy cruz i can tell you that sure did sure fucking did <laughs> fuck andy cruz i don't want to watch him play man no thanks the, so the one thing about this guy being so young and progressing him like the way they are is like mm -hmm. you basically just i think took out half the top 20 as potential opponents because they're not taking a fight with him no. Not a not a six and no. zero fighter who's twenty three years old. No, looks like the goods, but also no one no, knows who he is. No reward on that. No reward. Which Unless... is what Morel's has run into. Sure. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the, unless he has a, a title or a very high ranking, no one's going to want to fight this guy. Unless there's like a great payday behind it, which I'd imagine was why Garcia still took the fight. He was getting paid really well for it. So unless. Unless they want to invest in him and drip, throw a lot of cash at some of these guys, there no one's going to be signing up to fight him because there's no fucking reward. So Unless that's where Mitchell. Carlos Ocampo comes into things. Exactly, <laughs> Carlos Ocampo. Just Carlos, it's time to clutch those ribs, kid. <laughs> get it going. It's time to get that KO. Why is he still top? He's number fifteen on box right. Jesus fucking Christ. Hey Someone man, can, what a goober. I should be asking you that. I hey, I don't fucking I who don't made know. up the box rec algorithm. Some guy in Germany, I think. I don't know. I'll have to ask him about that one. Like, like hey man, ball hanging out. He just happened? had a KO one loss. 
<laughs> you should, like, no, like you should get like super penalized for that. You lose, you get knocked out in the first round. Like that's a that should be a big penalty. Yeah, and, and instead, like, like let's see, so like Michelle Soro is still way up there in the rankings. Uh, like, come on, dude. I know, I know, I know. All right, any final thoughts? Now that we've talked on about some other things, thinking back to the main event, anything else pop up into your brain? No, I mean. Other than that, uh, I mean, it was. I think the show was successful, fun. I mean, the main event was a great atmosphere. Um, you know, they did every, the show overall was really good. Um, I was happy with it. So good pay per view, good for Showtime, good for TGB, PBC, whatever. You know, they did. It was success. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the next one. Uh, yeah, I mean, I do think it was. This is going to be a pretty big success. Um, oh, yeah. You know, obviously, Errol didn't show up looking and being the part that we thought he was going to be. And, uh, I mean, that's not to take anything away from Terrence Crawford because even if the Errol that shows up did show up, that was still going to be a tough task. I mean, I thought that Errol, in that of, like, we both thought it was going to be a close fight. Yeah. Yeah. So. A hundred percent. No, this is, uh. I mean, just kind of, this is, I mean, he was already going to the Hall of Fame, but this really just solidifies Crawford into a bigger conversation now where you put, where you put him all the time, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, this is a bigger conversation now. Um, You talk about all-time welterweights. I don't really want to do that because that's a bunch of dead guys I never watched. Um, But I'm sure he's part of that, you know, group, whatever. But um, yeah, he's, 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 he's achieved something that no one else in the sport has had done. So good for him. Yeah. Well, that he'll enjoy that for a few months before, in a way, <laughs> does it at one twenty two against Sean, far weaker opposition. Sean Gibbons, two two giant money money signs in his eyes right now, ready to cash out. Uh, I was gonna say, uh, I mean, that's that's also like the other thing that's gonna be entertaining to watch is like all the in a way fans, uh, just like looking for a way to downplay this. Yeah, who said that? this fight would not determine basically anything because the abstract conversations of pound for pound were already decided. Yep. Well, all right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Hope you appreciated this post fight podcast. So obviously we didn't really have much of a direction here. So no, we just yeah, let it just, ramble, just kind of shooting the shit for a couple hours. So yeah, if you hung in there, thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on the show, man. Of course. Love having you here. Looking forward to uh, letting you get some more use out of that quite expensive <laughs> microphone that you've got yourself. People ain't, just ain't taking advantage of the fact that Gray comes with a professional setup. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I, I finally bought a microphone. If you listen to my podcast for like three years, you're like, fucking right now you did and you stopped podcasting? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You, you feel you, you're acting like you reached the summit of the mountain by getting the microphone but really yeah, it was supposed to be when you actually like imagine just going back and re-recording the um uh the bob sheridan episode oh yeah i should do that i should i should do a sheridan update by the way uh boots boots trending on twitter cabrera trending on twitter <laughs> <laughs> for two very different reasons i imagine two extremely different reasons but i just thought you get a kick out of that um yeah uh spence trending over ufc 291 fuck you dana white so oh i mean like th- th- topic for another day but the fact that the ufc didn't want to move their pay-per-view today nice job guys 
UFC is pussy. Did more people probably watch that Bellator fight card that was on tonight than ordered the UFC pay per view? I'm just throwing that out there. Had to put a fake belt around, fake belt for it too. Sad shit. They're just ruining the sport with all those belts, man. They're just ruining it. Nobody knows who the (laughs) champion is anymore. It only took them 30 years to ruin the sport. 30 years, right? Maybe I like years, this. I, I like this giant Devin Haney tweet. By the way, it just says Cruz's ass, and it's just like huge font. <laughs> it is true, though. <laughs> yeah, he's correct. I'm. Yep, just a great tweet. So you know the, the the sad thing is that if they were to ever fight, Cruz wouldn't have Australian judges to make the fight seem like it was close. <laughs> you hear that, Kimbosis? Oh, uh, Cambosa's got like, he, he definitely got the judges that were like, look, we're not going to rob this dude, but we're also <laughs> not going to, you know. We're not right. I'm not writing 121 away on, on the piece of paper. <laughs> we're going to make it seem like he was in this one. Yeah. God. Fucking goof. All right. All right. We'll be back. Thank you. All right. Cool.